right now. Ari is on the line. Hello, are you there, Ari? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. And you? Yeah, yeah. pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, could you tell us a bit about your show? Well, my show is uh, called Pardon My Icelandic. It's mainly built around uh, uh, telling people about what it's like to be from a tiny country like Iceland and then how we sort of see each other in the world and how the world sometimes sees us. And uh, then it's just, uh, yeah, it's just an hour of basic comedy, really. <laughs> um, so what do you think that Australians think when they think of Iceland, if at all? <laughs> well, I think that in general they probably don't have much of a reference and uh, being so far away, Iceland probably doesn't make the news that much over here. Mm. But the whole show is also about like the inferiority complex of a small country like Iceland. Being so isolated and so few, we're so desperate for attention that when we do get it, we revel in it, even <laughs> though if it's like... Uh, bad attention so what would you say is like one of the bad intention like um you know attention that um iceland's had in the past well definitely the financial meltdown where all the banks went bankrupt yeah. but still a portion of the country was like happy we're on the map we're in the news <laughs> and also like the uh, volcano that went off grounding all air traffic in europe uh, a portion of icelanders were like we did that we're like it was an accomplishment yeah. but then a portion of the show is also about like how small countries like the Nordic countries, they will use Eurovision to prop themselves up. Like they get really heavily into Eurovision and for some weird reason Australia has this in common with us. <laughs> Would you say that um you're a big avid um Eurovision fan? Yeah, everyone in the Nordic countries is. Like it's basically our foreign policy over there. <laughs> Well, like, it is an interesting history um, Eurovision has to begin with. Like, mm. it is kind of like, in a sense, like, kind of mm. like diplomacy with songs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I think also, like, um, Australia is really interesting. Like, in, in many ways, it feels a bit like uh, a Nordic country. Like, the, we have certain things that are similar, like this Eurovision obsession. I think it has to do with being, like, fairly isolated or something. I don't know. <laughs> That, that is a possibility, yes, Ari. Um, now, what are some of the stereotypes that were, would usually be associated with Iceland? Well, not many, really. We, <laughs> we don't really have proper stereotypes, but like the, the financial crisis actually gave us the stereotype of being the broke Nordic country, which we, <laughs> which we had for a, for a few years, but that is sort of like wearing off of it now with the advent of tourism. <laughs> but um, my, the stereotypes that I sort of mention in my show are are more or less like what people in the Nordic countries think about each other. So mm -hmm. they're not maybe universally known, because to the outside world, the Nordic countries are pretty similar. Yeah. Um, I, I, I find it interesting, like, what I would say that I know about, like, Iceland. Like, as in, I wouldn't say that I know a lot, and I wouldn't, like, in any sense of that word, but in, like, I, I, I find it interesting some of the things that come up you know, through the news or through media. Like, I remember watching, like, this random news story that was talking about how back in the day, like, Icelandic teenagers were going crazy and, like, doing crazy stuff. And now, like, yeah. they're, like, the government's, like, policing and, like, now they have, like, a strict curfew that's, like, nobody's doing, like, crazy stuff anymore. Like, mm. what do you think about that? 
That's, pro- that's probably true. Uh, it amazes me that that made the news over here, though, because usually the stuff that travels tends to be like the most stupid stories. Like, like all Icelanders have their genealogy mapped out completely. There's a database online where you can just punch in another person's name and you can see how they're related to you. That's just because we kept good records throughout the years. But there was a there was a contest in Iceland to create an app, and uh, there was a joke app that won, which was like a dating app, which was like for people to see if they're too related. And uh, it's a joke app. It was never used. But that made the news all over the world. Like, Jimmy Kimmel was going like, oh, this is an interesting story. It's from Iceland, a dating app here that shows if you're related. Apparently, incest is a big problem over there. And we were like, no, it isn't. (laughs) (laughs) So does that come up in your show at all? (laughs) Well, no, not this one. But I have mentioned it in previous shows. There is stuff missing from the show which people might might think it would be a given like the viking clap and stuff like that i might throw that in actually um ari is this your first time to the melbourne comedy festival yeah and this is my first time in australia this is my first time in the southern hemisphere oh wow Uh, this is this is a massive first time everything for me and i just i'm chuffed to bits i couldn't be happier here this is just like a paradise (laughs) a new world i've discovered yeah, um, what what have you been your first impressions so far? Like, what is it that um, fascinates you so about Australia? Um, well, it's like a, a weird sort of alternative universe to anything I know from, like, living in the UK. Like, it doesn't seem to be the same kind of class obsession. People here are really laid back, and mm. uh, it all seems to be like, yeah, hey, you're right there, mate. Yeah, hey, good. Yeah, yeah, good idea, man. Like, people are just really sort of... Uh, yeah, it's nice. Oh, this is exciting. Yeah, <laughs> everyone is just really sort of uh, chill here. Mm. So it's 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 new. It's new, definitely new flavor to it. Yes. Can I just say as well, Ari, your Australian accent is far superior to mine. It sounds absolutely magnificent. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just doing an impression of a guy I saw uh, on YouTube called Daniel Connell, uh, an Australian comic who has this amazing bit about how spiders can hear us. Mm. And he just starts with like, oh, spiders can hear us now. It's exciting. Uh, it's exciting. <laughs> Such an easy way to start a conversation. That's exciting. So, do you have any stories um, that you kind of picked up, or like um, situations um, by like touring around Melbourne, for example, that you might add to some of your other comedy shows or stand-up routines? I think I definitely will. Um, I'm still sort of. Uh, so newly arrived that I haven't really started putting it into my, my set because it's a quite rigorously chiseled set that I've done before in Edinburgh. But um, I hope to return here and have more Australian heavy stuff because uh, that is also a thing. Like If you actually just mention Australia in your show, people here really appreciate it. And <laughs> that is also something which is indicative of like being from a small country. <laughs> it's usually like you get so happy when people acknowledge you exist. And I find that you get a huge reception here, like if you just have a little bit of a commentary. And I think a lot of the comics who, who have made it big here, like Danny Boy and Art Barker, they have just had this really good ability to find good observations about Australians, and they just get rewarded instantly. <laughs> it's just, uh, it's so, people are so happy about it. Mm, quite right. Um, uh, how many shows have you done in Melbourne so far, and what's um, the reaction been from the local crowds? They've all been full. Uh, they've all been really <laughs> positive, and uh, people are laughing really loud. Especially if you mention the Aussies, they go mad. Um, I think I've done about eight or nine shows. I think it's a 22 show run. We added an extra show as well at the end of the run, so it's uh, 
just been going. It's been an adventure. Yes. <laughs> it's been amazing. Yeah, um, and would you say, like, what would you say if someone were to ask you what your humour is kind of um, like? Sorry, I didn't get that. Um, if someone was to describe your humour, what would... Or, like, if someone was to, like, you know... Um, yeah, pitch it, yeah. yeah. Um, well, it's pretty... I've been I've been called a clean comic, which uh, which uh, is probably some indication. It's like it's not it's not very profane. Mm. Um, although I do do some mild swearing, which is common for people who have English as a second language. They are not also aware of what is a swear word and not. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a very re- it's a really fast show. There's like a lot of jokes in it, and. Uh, and even though I have this angle of coming from like a distant region, I try to make the gags as universal as possible. So there is no reading or a training required to to attend the show. You can just show up, and um, you you should be able to get all the jokes, even though you haven't been to these specific countries that some of the jokes are about. Okay, now Ari, you were also a part of the All Stars Super Show that aired on TV. How was that experience for you? fantastic i just arrived was completely jet-lagged i'd had flu for a week before i came oh, so um I, I barely sort of realized where i was and then all of a sudden it just clicked like i was in a almost three thousand people venue and uh, and i just it's like people just doing seeing like the best comics i've seen like go one by one for four minutes killer four minutes everyone it's probably the most like uh, the highest quality comedy show that I've ever been part of, like a mixed bill show. Mm-hmm. So many comics, and and the crowd was just amazing. The, the reaction was so powerful. Um, of of that show, was there any particular comic apart from yourself who um stood out? Oh, many comics are really good. Uh, Fern Brady from Scotland and uh, Sophie Sophie Willen from uh, from Manchester. She she was amazing as well. And uh, David O'Doherty, the Irish one. Oh yes, I love oh, him. So many people, yeah. So many people spring to mind. Uh, uh, Larry Dean from Scotland. Mm-hmm. Well, the, there wasn't a dud on that show, to be honest. It was a really tight lineup. Hmm. That's good to hear. Um, and are there any particular other shows you're interested in seeing while you're here, or are you just um, happy doing your own thing? Oh, I try to see a show every day. Mm-hmm. Um, I was hoping to see Art Barker, but I think our shows clash we're, we're performing at the same time or similar time mm-hmm. uh, I have seen Jim Gaffigan he did a one night here he was amazing and then I've seen a lot of the comics that performed at the uh, All Stars Sophie and Fern and Louise Ogola from South Africa is a fantastic comedian yes yes I've seen some of his stuff it's um, absolutely wonderful well Ari we'd like to um, thank you very much for speaking with us here on um, Art Smitten today yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, that's no problem. And before you do go, could you just tell us where your show is playing, when it's playing until, and where we can go for more information? Yeah, uh, it's playing at the uh, Greek Centre, like the Greek community of Melbourne, mm-hmm. which is on Lonsdale Street, and it's on at 8.15 every day except Monday when it's off, and it's 7.15 on Sundays. And, and all information can be found on the extra show as well at just the official website of the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. Excellent. Well, um, Ari Elgin has been speaking with us here on Art Smitten. If you want to listen to his interview again, you can do so via Omni, iTunes, Spotify, or our website, syn.org.au. Um, Ari, thank you once again, and all the best for the rest of the festival. You too. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. No worries.